Welcome to No Tracers, the podcast. My name is Kay, just the letter K, and I'm going to be your host here on this podcast. If you are new to the podcast, please go back and listen to the previous episodes. Uh, I started this podcast off with a bunch of tips and tricks and gear that I think you need for urban exploring uh, to get you started. So if you guys are new to exploring, please go back and listen to the previous episodes of this podcast. I had a few guests on before this podcast, so uh, go listen to some other stories and then come back and listen to this or listen to those after this podcast. This week on the podcast, I have Second Try from St. Louis on to share his stories and his insights on exploring. He does abandoned stuff, but he also does a lot of rooftoping, cranes, all kinds of city stuff in St. Louis, and he also travels a fair bit outside of St. Louis, but St. Louis is his main hub where he explores, and I've been following him on Instagram for quite a while now, so I figured, hey, why not reach out to Second Try and see if he would want to be be a guest on this podcast. So Second Try, thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your stories with everybody. Before we jump into this episode, uh, just a little couple things for housekeeping purposes. So I have a new website called notracers.com. If you guys want to go see my photography from abandoned places, or if you want to read blogs, if you're into that kind of thing, I have a bunch of blog posts about my urban explorations all over the world. Uh, so if you go to notracers.com, you can check that out. If you want a photo print from me, or if you want a copy of my book, No Tracers and Urban Explorer's Diary, you can go to notracers.com slash shop and pick up a print or a book today, and I will sign everything and mail it out to you as soon as possible. Thank you guys so much for the support on the book. It has been huge. It's been instrumental in me making this podcast uh, because of the book, because of the feedback with the book. I figured why not make this podcast and have some guests on to share their stories. So another thing I need to let you guys know about is that down in the description, there are a bunch of Amazon links to products that I think would help you in your urban exploration endeavors. Things like backpacks, solar chargers, camera gear, even uh, some lighting. You know, it's, it's dark in a lot of these abandoned places, so you need some good lighting. So definitely check out the links below. But without further ado, we are going to jump into this episode of No Tracers, the podcast. If you guys like what you are hearing at any time throughout this podcast, please do me a favor. Take 30 seconds to leave a rating and some feedback. If you leave feedback, I will actually send you a signed photo print. Just take a screenshot of your feedback and DM it to me on Instagram at no.tracers and uh, I'll get you a signed photo print sent out immediately. The, uh, the ratings and the feedback really help this podcast grow, especially on the iTunes charts. So if you're listening in Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave a rating. I need to take a second to thank our first partner, which is Liquid Death Water. I am now a death peddler. If you don't know what Liquid Death Water is, don't worry. You've got an ad coming in three Two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of liquid death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death. Murder your thirst. All right, let's jump into this episode. Second try, please introduce yourself and what it is you do to the No Tracers audience. 
What's up, everyone? My name is Larry, or also known as Second Try, and I'm a full-time freelance photographer, also urban explorer, and uh, yeah, pretty simple. It's me. So let's go back to the very beginning of your exploration tale. When did you start exploring? What got you into it? Uh, I was exploring really, really early on. Like, I mean, like as like a kid, I had always been like with the neighborhood group of people who skateboarded around and like saw abandoned buildings and, and wondered, you know, what was in there. And that was like, you know, 12, 13. I always had like that, that curious mind, I guess you could say. And then whenever I started taking photos in like late 2016, uh, it was just a, a really, really easy transition to kind of just make that happen and be like, oh man, I should probably go back in these old buildings and see what's going on. So it's kind of like where it all stemmed from. It's it's really my old friends as a pre-preteen. Yeah, I, I started exploring around the age of 13 as well with my older brothers. And we went out into the woods and found an abandoned place. And that's how I got hooked. I like caught that bug, you know what I mean? Um, so for people that are trying to get into like photography uh, of either abandoned places or you do other things, you do rooftops, you do uh, all kinds of shit around St. Louis. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the gear that you shoot with. Um, what was your first camera? What are you on now? What would you recommend to people that are just getting into it? My very first camera that I had was a GoPro Hero 4 Silver. And that was just like, that's, I know I, it's comical, but that is what, that is what it all started. Everything that I have, like my, my field of view, uh, my perspective on things like literally seeing things through a gopro changed my life honestly to be like damn like there's a bigger world out there than what i'm seeing right now with my eyes and it all fit in my pocket <laughs> so um but right now my current setup is i have a canon 5d mark IV. Uh, i have a canon l series 16 to 35 28 and then i primarily shoot most of my city stuff and all my portraits with a sigma art 2414 and that's that's it that's the setup that Sigma art, I love, first of all, Sigma is a great brand. I've done a lot of behind the scenes work with Sigma and I hope to continue doing that after this coronavirus bullshit is over. Um, It'll be over soon. I think. I think, I think we're on the, on the mend, if you will, but. Um, Missouri is open. Okay. I was going to say, speaking of like, you know, coronavirus and all this stuff, like, so have you been exploring during quarantine during quote unquote lockdown? Uh, there hasn't really been a lockdown for me. I'm kind of privileged, I guess, in a sense that like I live, I live directly in the middle of downtown. Like I moved downtown for a reason to like be in the action all the time. And so during this whole thing, since March 15th, I have woken up, drank my coffee and went exploring every day. Wow. Like I haven't, it's been a pretty normal, you know, system that I have going on right now for the simple fact that I don't really go around a lot of people anyway. Mm. And the city doesn't really look any different. St. Louis is kind of a ghost town. Like we're a major city, but there's not like anybody in the streets, even when there's not a coronavirus pandemic going on. So it's like, it's not a different place like New York or Chicago, mm. like where you would visually see something different. St. Louis kind of has almost stayed the same in a weird sense. Wow, that's so fascinating. 
it's crazy to hear that like part of it is, you know, part of the country, especially St. Louis. I've been there many times, you know, and you're right. It's almost like its own ghost town all the time. So it's super interesting that you've been able to continue to capture it. It's this weird little pocket. I'll say that it's, I mean, I think we only have, I think we have like over a little over 300,000, like in the city limits. And then we only have confirmed cases, I think like under 11,000 right now, like total as a state, like not even St. Louis. <laughs> you guys are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I take photos at a nightclub here in St. Louis and we actually opened up for the first time last night. Wow. Like a nightclub, like, like bars and restaurants and like clubs are open. Wow. And are people like wearing masks or is it just like normal every day? Yeah. yeah. People, people are practicing social distancing. People are wearing masks. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of like the whole place just smells, smells like hand sanitizer. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it is cool to see, like to have some type of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are just like, really, you know, it is not our nature to just sit around and not do anything. Exactly. So it's like people are itching to be out. And a lot of these people are going out with people that they've already been around, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's not really like, you know, oh my God, this person, everyone's sick. Let's just go out and get everyone sick. Like people are being very, very smart about it. So, which is really reassuring. Oh, for sure. So, um, you've, you've created a photography book, right? Yeah. So I've done, uh, yeah, it's actually right in front of me. Uh, I did a book called views from the loo and it was, uh, just like, was 20 photos of like some of just like my favorite photos of that I've shot only in St. Louis. Like I didn't do any type of travel. I really like, I absolutely love St. Louis. Like I'm such a hometown homegrown kid. Um, that's why I've really stuck around here and not moved somewhere else. But yeah, I, I did a book about mm, say a little over a year ago now. And I only did like a limited run of like 20, 25 copies. Wow. So with that book, um, what, how long did it take you to create that? Is there any writing in it? Did you add stories or is it just strictly photos? It's strictly photos. It's a, it's a hardback book. Um, I really, I did stick with like some themes, like I would do like, you know, a symmetry set or I would do like an abandoned set and then I do like a street set, but it was all photos from St. Louis that I had pretty much just taken over the last year prior to that i like the idea of doing sorry to cut you off i like the idea of you doing a limited run of books i think that makes that adds to the value of it you know what i mean uh what made you want to do that versus like printing a bulk bulk amount i really you know it's weird to think that like we're living in this digital age right now but 15 years from now 20 years from now if i'm you know as morbid as it sounds if i'm not alive or something changes if i'm not around or if i become some famous photographer you know like i've always i've always kind of thought like it's really really cool to have like rare things like i'm always i've always been a big fan of like shoes and like sneakers and i know like obviously the rarer the shoe the higher the value and the 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 more like it's an accomplishment to have something like that, you know? So I think I kind of took that whole mindset of it in. Anybody can make a book and make a thousand copies and like make a bunch of money, but I didn't want to do it for that. I wanted people who genuinely like what I'm doing to have something that's super intimate for me to them. 
and that's why I did like a very limited run. I dig that. And that's it's it's honestly a reason too why um I notice a lot of photographers and a lot of videographers like you will you'll be able to tell they take photos because they'll have a bunch of selfies or people that have taken photos of them holding a camera taking photos and they don't actually showcase any of their work. So my I always wanted to never like be known. I never wanted to be seen. I never I never wanted people to care about what I look like or what I'm doing. I always wanted people to care about what my work looked like and what I was doing. Definitely. Like in my photos. So it kind of goes back to like why I did the book the way I did it. No, I love I love the idea of doing like I said a limited run. I think that's so unique and you know, I have a book as well, but I, I printed a ton of them. You know, I was like, yeah, let's see how much money I can make off of my photos. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, but, it, it is the way it is, yeah. but it, that's not a bad thing. Like, I, I am totally transparent with all that. Like, yes, it, I never thought in a million years that I would be a person that is taking photos for a living right. as a full-time career and making money off of it. Never. That was never the... That was never the goal. That was never even a thought. I was just like, this is what I like to do right now. It's fun. It helps me take my mind off bullshit. And uh, and I'm going to keep doing it until, you know, I don't like it anymore. And if that happens to be 10 years from now or two days from now, it's like when my time comes and I don't like taking photos anymore, I'll just stop. Yeah. So as a freelancer, how long did it take? I have another podcast called Project Freelance, so now I, I got to ask you a freelancing question. So how long did it take for you to go from just being a photographer to making money full time, you know, being able to pay your bills, being able to pay your rent, all that kind of stuff? How long did that take for you? I would say probably about two and a half years. And it was a really slow process. It wasn't just like, a, oh, man, I got this $10,000 gig and like someone <laughs> saw me like, no, like I wish, yeah. but uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of me just doing what I normally like to do. Like I wasn't really trying to. I didn't go out of my way to be like, oh, this is what's making money. I need to take photos of this. Uh, that never happened at all. It was. It was oh, um, you know oh you take portraits you know what's your session cost? You know, at the time it was like, Oh, I'm charging 50 bucks. And they're like, Oh, great. Perfect. And I was like, wait, you want to pay me to take photos of you? Like that, like whole, like when that like bomb went off in my head, I was like, wait a minute. I like doing this and people will pay me to do it. I'm like, okay. And that's like when the gears really started like turning and be like, okay, now I can, I think I'm taking photos good enough to where people are buying prints. And they were, and I had the mindset of, well, if people are buying my prints and I started just like going to like hotels in St. Louis and be like, Hey, you guys have shitty photos in your lobby. How about you support somebody local and, and put some real artwork in here, you know, some real photos that aren't like, you know, stock imagery. Mm -hmm. And that worked a couple of times. And then like, that's really what kind of led me to do in the book. I was like, man, like this would be like almost a great hard copy portfolio in a way. Like that's really where the book idea came from. Mm -hmm. And then I just kept moving forward from that. And now like I take photos in a nightclub and that like is a salary job and like that pays my bills and I still get to dick around and do everything I want during the day and I get to travel and it, it just worked out really, really well. Wow. So it's like, 
and that was never the mindset. I was just like, man, like I just really, really like doing it. And I put so much time and effort into it. I mean, I like eat, sleep and breathe taking photos. That's amazing. I love it. And I, and I think it shows off. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, your stuff is clearly, I mean, I reached out to you for a reason. I've been following you on Instagram for quite a while. Uh, and I, I love seeing your work and the places you get to explore. Um, how are you finding these places that you, you find? I mean, you, you do cranes, you do rooftops. There's this like really cool clock image that you did that was featured in St. Louis mag. Uh, how are you finding these locations? Is it word of mouth? Are you just doing the footwork yourself? Um, I don't, I don't really shoot with a lot of people. I know some people shoot with like a group of people or like a core, you know, three or four people. Mm -hmm. I, I shoot alone and it wasn't always that way, but I think that's really what kind of led to me just going around and like driving around and just testing the waters in a sense. I've, I've been into active places plenty of times thinking they were abandoned. That's just (laughs) because everything looks like shit in St. Louis. So I've, you know, it's, it's all a trial and error. It's a, it's a numbers game, even with rooftops. Yeah. 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 I've, I've tried to go back to a rooftop 12 times and then finally got it the one time, you know, it's like, it's all luck. If you, if you're the type of person that can go out and plan and do something, then hats off to you because I do not (laughs) do anything like that. It's it's just a pure impulse thing. Like I don't Google map things. I don't sit for hours and hours in research. I just purposely just try to go get lost and see what i find i love it like all the time that's so sick uh so i know you mostly do st louis what other places have you been that you enjoyed capturing i really really enjoyed philly philly Mm -hmm. was one of my very first photography trips uh very first time me ever being on a plane very first time me ever traveling alone i mean like it was like really really me stepping out of my comfort zone and uh i met up with my friend at the time uh when she was there i don't know if she still lives there anymore but uh jen brown she was an urban explorer and like we just met through instagram and it was a uh, pretty much just a random hey you know you should come up here and shoot like there's plenty of dope stuff up here like i'll show you around and i was just i don't know impulsive was like yeah that's a great idea and i'd never done that before i'd never met nobody on instagram and that was like the very first thing I did. So Philly has a very uh, near and dear place in my heart. And what a cool that, like, city. It really kind of like, oh my God, I love Philly. Because I went back in early 2017. So it was like, there was a lot of good stuff still in Philly. Because mm-hmm. you know like how it's happened over the years where Instagram, obviously, <laughs> and people have just like swarmed, <laughs> like just absolutely decimated places like Detroit is not the same obviously that it was in like 2012 or 2013 uh St. Louis is is very very gentrified you know like it's it just is forever evolving so quick yeah absolutely but yeah Philly to answer your question Philly is probably one of my favorite cities man I love that I've been all over the world like I hell I've been to Shanghai China and like Philly, I think, still kind of trumps that. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, I love Philly. I got to visit, you know, the Eastern State Penitentiary that's downtown, which is, like, the most fascinating place. Like, you have a giant abandoned prison in the middle of a downtown area. Like, what? What? I know. <laughs> so See, I didn't even do that. I did, like, RPS, DPS. Oh, yeah. 
I did like all the power plants because in St. Louis, we just don't have anything like that. We also don't have any hospitals in St. Louis. It's kind of weird. That is super weird. You got to come out to L.A. We have an abandoned 17 story hospital. I'll take you to it's a madness. I went to L.A. I've been to L.A. before and I didn't hit one hospital. Oh, dude, you got to get back. That's what I'm saying. I I actually I'm like, I don't know why you do this podcast about me. Actually, I really suck at what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, I <laughs> think like, you're a great photographer, like, well, man. <laughs> I think you're talented. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I, if I was as good at urban exploring as I am photography, I'd probably be doing something with my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I dro- I'd drop the ball so many cities. I'm just like, oh, God, I suck. No, you're totally good. I love your shit, man. I, I absolutely love it. Your spiral staircases well, you. are like mind-blowing. You know, I don't know, I don't know how you find these places, but I'm continuously blown away, and it makes me want to go to St. Lewis, obviously, like, uh, so talk a little bit about social media and how that's helped you in your, in your freelancing career, um, like the growth wise. If it wasn't, I'll say this, and I know a lot of people talk bad about Instagram. If it wasn't for Instagram, I would not have a career. I mean, there is a lot of bullshit and like high school drama that comes with Instagram. True. But I mean, like, for instance, uh, like I had the St. Louis magazine article like here, they wrote an article about me and I had no idea who the dude was that followed me. And like, I, I, it's, it's a very humbling thing to have people reach out to you that have no ties to you whatsoever. And they don't have to tell you that they like your work or that they want to buy a print or that they want to support a complete stranger just because of the, the photos you take. And that is just like such a crazy thing to me. Like I wake up every day and I'm just like, I'm I'm truly humbled because like there's really no like it almost make, makes me speechless sometimes to have people who just support someone just be, from like seeing a photo. It's crazy, and that's all thanks to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And a huge, a huge part of my following here in St. Louis, I think, is uh, my buddy Jordan Bauer, who runs the St. Louis Gram page. Who's like, it's pretty much like the big big page here in St. Louis, and he would like always repost me when I first started, and like really got my really use a bigger platform here in the city to kind of get my work out there to show people. So I'm like forever grateful for that. That's amazing, man. I love hearing about like connections made over, over Instagram, you know, like you said, yeah, there's a lot of like high school drama, all that bullshit. But I think that especially in the urban exploring. Yeah. God, like, oh my God. Ugh, it's, that's why. Yeah. It's almost it's, toxic. That's, that's why I really don't label myself, honestly, as an urban explorer. Like, I I would just say I'm just a photographer mm-hmm. at this point. Like, yeah, I break into buildings still, of course. Like, that shit's fun. <laughs> but but I, I feel like that's just, like, such a one-sided, like, box to be put mm-hmm. in. And I think as a creative, like, we never want to be put in, into a, a category or, like, a subcategory. And I would just, like, when people ask me, like, what I take photos of, I'm just like, I'm just a photographer. Like, I just take photos of whatever at this point. Yeah. No, I totally get you. Yeah, to to keep from, you know, falling into that box, I I totally understand. Um, what was your scariest exploration? Uh, uh probably in Philly. <laughs> there was uh DPS was really really bad at the time. It's probably still this bad too. Uh but it's just littered with scrappers all the time. I mean, it I I didn't, if I didn't know any better, I would think that they were doing construction wow. on DPS because there were so many hammers and saws and people just like, 
it was I was just like, what the hell is going on here? And then like people would just like hop out of nowhere and just like scare the fuck out of me. Like we never I never felt like I was in danger. But it was definitely a very unsettling feeling to be like hearing just sawzaws and saline torches like ten feet away from you while you're trying to set up a shot. And I'm just like, I don't think I should be doing this. <laughs> I never I never had like a, a super like freak, you know, like knock on wood i've never come across like a dead body or i've never like been like robbed you know i've i've just been lucky i guess i've definitely like a north city sometimes makes you feel a little uncomfortable but i've never never had a real true bad experience as, as bad or as cliche as that sounds i don't know i know it's not juicy but i uh yeah i've, I've had pretty normal pretty normal like times in, in abandoned buildings or whatnot Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I I like safety. Safety is a good thing when you're exploring, for sure. Safety is good. Yeah. Uh, the I do carry a gun on me okay. in St. Louis, so it's like it's like the Wild West here. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like prepared for whatever, but I never want anything to happen. Obviously, for sure. No, that's. I mean, like I said, gun safety. You know, any kind of safety is is great. And uh, the last episode of this podcast, the guest actually did find a dead body. So it's it's interesting to hear you say that you've never. Found I one. I hear about it. It's crazy. I hear about it all the time. I mean, I've heard like stories like going through you know friends of friends through Instagram and oh so and so found a dead body in Detroit like in the ice like in a basement. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Insane. Insane. It's just like if. Honestly, I'm a pussy kind of. I don't know what that would do to me if I found like a dead. I mean, straight up, I'm like, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't go back there, I don't think. True. <laughs> True. I mean, that's just the way I am. Like, oh, no, nah, that, that, that one don't feel right no more. I'll, I'll, I'll edit some raw photos from the past yeah. and cut my losses. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, so what has been your favorite exploration? Going to China was probably the coolest the coolest thing ever to go to China for 10 days and completely be, I mean, just disconnected in every way. I mean, it is a whole new world over there. And the, the language barrier, the culture barrier, like that was amazing to me to just like go somewhere, hop on a plane. It's, it's just such a crazy concept to me. You hop on a plane, you get off that plane and you know, nothing, you know no one. You don't know how to say anything all of a sudden. <laughs> and it just like really tosses you on your ass and you just you come out on top, honestly. Like to go over there so carefree, it it was great. Ch China hands down. Shanghai was absolutely amazing. That there's just so much cool shit going on over there. And we are so far behind. Oh yeah, a hundred percent here. <laughs> it's uh I, I would just, I went with my buddy Jack and we filmed a little bit of the, uh, this documentary that he's been doing on me for the last three years. He's finally finishing it up here pretty soon. And, uh, we filmed a lot over there, like drone shots. I mean, it looked like, it looked like an action movie from Mission Impossible. Like it was crazy. Like the little alleyways and the culture, like the people, I mean, everyone's so nice. The food's great. The architecture's unreal. Dude, I mean, everything about it. Like, if you've never been to China, I it's got to be on your list. Obviously, like after this stuff is, I'd give it a few years, but like it's <laughs> definitely going to be worth it when it when you get there. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping to hit Japan sometime uh, soon. I really want to go there and 
kind of explore that area, but China's also on my list. Uh, for you, what are some of your goal places, places that you haven't explored yet that you are dying to go to? I would love to go. I would love to finally have the chance to go to Tokyo. I had a trip booked uh, March 24th till April 7th well, shit. this year. <laughs> yeah, about that one. So that one is, uh, that one obviously was done though, and I did not go. So Tokyo is highly on my list because I actually did some type of research and had spots for it. So I was like, and uh, exploring with Josh, me and him are like good friends and he kind of plugged me with some spots. So I'm very fortunate of that, but uh, they will be there waiting for me when I get there. Um, I've really, let's see, I'm looking at this map right now, actually in my house. Uh, I would love to go to Chernobyl. I think Same. I feel like that's like everybody urban, everybody's urban explorer, like honeypot, yes. you know, like oh, we got to go to Chernobyl. Um, I would really, really love, oddly enough, I would really, really love to go to India. Ooh. Like anywhere, anywhere in India or around India, like that would, that would work for me. That would, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. What a... I would love to go to like super like third world, like this dirty, mm -hmm. nasty, ratty countries or even Iraq, like a war zone. Like yeah. I would be all about that. I uh I don't like the the nature shit. I'm gonna be like uh <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go to the dirty shit. I don't want to be like oh let's go to where let's see on this map. Let's go to Iceland. It's beautiful. I'm like ah oh, no, I'm good. You got to go to Cambodia. Uh, I've been there and it's definitely Cambodia. if you're looking for like dirty, grungy, third world kind of place, definitely Cambodia is one of the places you could go. Cambodia is on the list now, yeah, man. I'm telling you, I'll man. Map it. They've got, you know, ancient architecture and they've got, <laughs> you know, crazy grungy street shots that you can get. It's a definitely I only spent a weekend there uh, with my dad one year and it was it was very eye-opening to say the least, you know, and I uh I saw a lot that I wish I had captured. Um I had just been new to photography when I went. And so I, I kind of regret not taking more photos. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, every trip I've done that. I went to Mexico City, Mexico for a week uh, for a job, actually. And I probably didn't walk within two blocks away from the whole job I was at the whole time. And I'm like, I'm such an idiot. Why did I not just walk around? Right. It's just like the whole fear thing, I yep. guess. Fear is real. Fear is real. Absolutely. So, if you could live in one place you've explored for a week, which place would it be? Oh, New York, NYC. That city just swallowed me up and spit me out. I mean, that thing is, oh, I still have nightmares about New York, about how I didn't get to see anything even remotely close to what I wanted to see, because it's just so massive. It's such a cool I, place. I would need a month. <laughs> I would need a month. Not not a week. I would need a month at least to feel some type of some type of scratch on the surface in New York. Wow. Yeah, I gotta get back out there. I haven't been there for years, man. And I, I have one of my clients just moved out there, so now I, I have an excuse to fly out and explore a little bit and she's really close to like Times Square and she's actually been like ah, there's just she's been exploring during the lockdown there. So I, I've been editing videos for her of like bicycling around an empty Times Square, you know, like it's absolutely insane. I know. 
it's really crazy right now. I have, I have a couple of good friends. I actually had my buddy sent me a set of photos from there that he's actually been taking that I could just edit, just kind of like showcase people like what really is like going on there, you know, like you see stuff on the media and whatnot, but like to really see it from someone's perspective that has no reason to lie. And it's like not bullshit. Like this is really what New York looks like right now. Yeah, it is. It is insane. And God, there's just so much to do. Like you could spend a month rooftoping. You could spend a month street shooting you could spend a month running train tunnels or i mean like possibilities are absolutely endless i've pretty much in the last four years of taking photos in st louis the well the well has dried up i i can walk the same blocks in about 20 minutes and i'm just like well that's it okay i didn't see nothing i guess i'm just gonna go back home damn we gotta get you some more uh some more inspiration man I need a bigger city yeah. at this point. I love St. Louis. I really do. But it is it is tough. If you can do something here, I, I do feel like since I've grown up here and like I am like making a career here, that like when I do go to a big city like L.A. or New York or Chicago, that I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm already in game mode because I've been waiting to do this kind of stuff. Right. Like it is just like hit the ground running. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, so my last question for you is what is something, you know, now that you wish you knew when you started exploring how to pick locks, <laughs> <laughs> how to pick locks. Good answer. Uh, realistically, um, I was very, very timid at first and as bad as it sounds it is all illegal stuff but like knowing a cop's response time was really really helpful mm. now knowing it mm -hmm. and not knowing a cop's response time back in the day was like oh cool like we just set off the alarm like we just gotta run like no you probably got about 10 minutes now <laughs> this, this 10 minutes are are life-changing yep snap off so. a, a couple more photos before you uh bail <laughs> Exactly. It's like you just you shoot so much more comfortably whenever you know that you're setting off alarms that are blaring in your ears. And it's just like, well, the cops aren't. We still got at least eight minutes. We're good. Just get used to it. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> so that's that's the St. Louis way of doing things. I don't know how it is about other places. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like that everywhere. But L.A., we're real big pussies. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I learned not to be a pussy, honestly, from from Fran. Uh from Fran and Becca, or well, B word and was fantastic. Now is sketchy, but mm, for sure that they were a power couple, and they like, like fuck it, the alarm's going off, keep shooting. I was like, okay, great, <laughs> fantastic, and that's that's how it was, you know. That's awesome, man. So if somebody wants to find you, buy a print, hire you to shoot some photos, where can they do that? How can they get a hold of you? So I have everything. I have a link tree on my Instagram. Uh, at Instagram backslash second try dot com. Um, well, it's not dot com. It's just second try. But uh, yeah, I have all my prints, my web store, my website. Um, hopefully, after all this COVID stuff lifts up, I'll actually get to go back on tour and fulfill my dream to be a touring photographer. And I'll have plenty of hopefully dope stuff to show from traveling or whatnot so be on the lookout and i might do another book Ooh. maybe Ooh. That would i haven't be decided yet that would be sick but i want to do all film stuff that people haven't seen before because people don't know that i shoot film so 
Got you. Yeah. Well, as somebody we'll keep, who we'll keep that under wraps, as somebody who does tour photography myself, uh, I wish you the best of luck with that, and hopefully we can start touring again in 2021. I think that's kind of what everyone's pushing oh, for. God, what a what a life to live, just to be like, oh man, I honestly, that's one thing. I'll say this one last thing. I miss more than anything the roar of a crowd. Right. Ugh crazy like just to like have that feeling like even like at a sporting event like i'm a huge cardinals baseball fan obviously here in st louis right. and uh like just to hear like forty thousand people just like yelling that like think about it you haven't heard that in months and you're probably not going to hear that for more months oh that's crazy dude but you're you're so right like that's wow what a it's insane to think about wow like that is wow it is a very it's a very humbling thing in what's going on right now. Yes. Like really, hopefully I think a lot of people learn to, uh, to kind of take things day by day and live in the moment more and, and embrace what's going on right now. Cause you don't know truly when the fuck it's going to be gone. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, well, thank you so much. Second try for coming on this podcast and sharing your stories with everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I really do appreciate it. Cool. And you helped me wake up early, so I do appreciate that, too. <laughs> you got it. No worries. All right, guys, that was my podcast with Second Try. Thank you, Larry, for coming on the podcast and sharing your insights, your stories, and your, your tips and tricks with the audience here. I had a blast talking to you, and Second Try has offered me his network of people, of contacts. So I am now reaching out to more explorers to get them on this podcast. If you have anyone in particular you would like to be on this podcast – uh, or if you yourself want to be on the podcast, you can hit me up at contact at notracers.com or you can DM me on Instagram at no.tracers if you are interested in talking more. If you guys are interested in uh, leaving me a voicemail, you can actually leave me a message on anchor.fm slash notracers. There are links down in the description for everything that I'm talking about. But if you guys have any questions about urban exploring and you want to be a part of this podcast, you want to leave a voice memo, uh, you can do that at anchor.fm slash no tracers, and I will actually include it here in the podcast. I will answer your question before the next episode. So if you guys have questions, I would love to hear from you. If you did enjoy this podcast, like I said at the beginning, please leave a rating and feedback, and I will send you a signed photo print. If you want a copy of my book or some photo prints of mine, you can head to notracers.com slash shop. If you want to help support Second Try, I've put his links down in the description as well, his link tree. So if you guys want any of his content, you can check it out there. You can pick up a print. You can support him. And uh, yeah, this is the end of No Tracers. The next episode will be out next Friday. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you listening. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please let me know if you are enjoying it by, like I said, leaving a rating and feedback. And if you want to get notified when the next episode drops, which is going to be next Friday, by the way, hit that subscribe button. And as always, thank you guys. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go create something, and remember, leave no trace.